0: Mark Zuckerberg, the founder and CEO of Facebook, is taking a beating these days. A lot of it due to Facebook's data sharing practices, and so I thought it would be good to talk a little bit about social media today. Hey everyone, this is Rev Brad. You know, more and more social media platforms have come under fire for certain practices, and I think it's been interesting to watch some of the shift and change in attitudes around social media. I don't know if you've noticed it or felt it, but it seems like there's more skepticism toward different platforms. You know, a number of celebrities have been leaving various social media platforms for a number of reasons. Some of them claim it's personal, some for professional reasons, some around different movements like hashtag Me Too and others, other movements like that. A number of years ago, though, I wrote a piece on social media and I thought it would be worth revisiting today. And what's amazing is I was reading it. There are a number of issues that I raised that are still happening today, but with greater veracity and seemingly more common occurrence. But first, before we get into it, I thought I would ask what social media platform are you on most? Is it Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Pinterest? You know, what what is it? Just name it for yourself just for a moment. For me, I've really limited myself just to 3. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You know, the phrase social media started to be used right around 2004. So, It's been with us for a while, and for some of you listening, maybe for most of, if not all of your life. Uh, Within a few years, it had risen in such prominence that the dictionary needed to define social media. So here's what Merriam-Webster defines as social media. Forms of electronic communication through which users create online communities to share information, ideas, personal messages, and other content, like videos. Uh, another definition or another thing you can look up is Wikipedia. I love Wikipedia, right? defines everything for you. Uh, social media are media for social interaction using highly accessible and scalable publishing techniques. So there's, there's two definitions for you. Contained within those two definitions are a couple interesting words that I just want to focus some attention on today. Those words are social interaction, community, sharing, and personal. You know, the cultural and generational shift towards social media and sort of the, you have this entrepreneurial spirit or this enterprising spirit around electronic has created such a difference in our society that words and definitions are having to cope with an ever-changing environment. For example, the word personal, you know, what does personal really mean today and how does that fit into our lives? Now, there's a couple of stories that I've heard that where employees have been fired from their jobs Because on their time off, uh, away from work, they made personal comments on social media vehicles. You know, I remember one story where a poorly tipped waitress had said some things about her clients, and so she was fired. Uh, There's another story of a a nun at a Spanish convent who was dismissed because she was spending too much time on Facebook. Uh, That would have been an interesting conversation to, to be a part of. You know, there's this growing blurred line that's caused by social media and just finding out where does it fit between one's personal and professional life. Social media, though, is content-driven. And there are creative and unique expressions that are valued. You can tell it by, you know, certain people and how many YouTube hits they get. But sharing, specifically what gets shared, has a lot of controversy. As with any form of media, there's always abuse. There's modern-day pirates and hackers, hijackers, and spammers. But then there are those people who share some of the most trivial or tedious of life details. You know, a lot of people just use social media with seemingly no filter whatsoever, and it leaves a lot to be desired. It leaves a lot of questions out there. Some people make comments or even threats towards others, and then, interestingly enough, they shirk away from the responsibility of using those words or saying those things that they've shared There's a strong argument that could be made, I think, over whether what is being shared sometimes is really worth paying any time or attention to, and I wonder if it's just not another distraction for us. Community is another claim that most social media platforms make, but the basic idea of community is that a group of people share something in common, and there have been more and more studies that are emerging that show that there's a greater loneliness and despondency occurring amongst those who use social media the most. And so, truly, there's a question out there, is social media uh, creating community, or is it defeating and destroying community? I think, too, that social media is limited in terms of community, and that not everyone has access to the internet, or it might be limited or constrained. I think this is changing more and more, though, throughout the world. I've been amazed in visiting some poor places in some developing countries, and I see people who live in very simple and humble homes, like even a, a tin shack but yet they have a satellite dish on top, and they have smartphones and cellular service that they're paying for each month, sometimes maybe through the government's help. Within the community formed through social media, though, comes social interaction. But not all this interaction is good. You know, the other day I was at a coffee shop. I watched three girls sit down. They were must have gotten out of school or something, and they, they all sat down, whipped out their phones, and they talked, except they weren't talking. They were just texting, and I don't even know if they were texting each other or texting their friends, but I thought, man, here are three girls that are probably really good friends. They probably, you know, if they put their phones down for a moment, maybe they would connect into each other's life in some special way, and yet they have this this barrier in between them and, and community they could have right across the table from each other. I know a lot of people, too, that got upset with their friends and connections on Facebook as they would have different interactions through the last U.S. presidential campaign and election. Our social interactions that we have through social media are becoming less social and less interactive because oftentimes we just walk away in frustration and anger. So what? What does all this mean? I mean, am I just making some apocalyptic doomsday prophecy rant about the end of the world? Should we abandon all our beloved Androids and iPhones? Should we forever unplug from the electronic world? Well, I want to offer three thoughts for further reflection. The first thought is this. We were created for community. The Judeo-Christian faith affirms community. You know, when God created man and saw that he was alone, God said, this is not good. Literally. There weren't too many things that weren't good about God's creation, but God saw that man's loneliness was one of them. And so I think that there's definitely a part of us that from the very beginning has needed and desired and does better when we experience and have community. A second thought is this, that we have a longing to be seen. There's a story in the Bible of Hagar. Hagar is Abraham's mistreated servant who turned refugee in the wilderness. And she's running, she's she's alone, she's in the desert, and she's essentially on her way to die. And God sees her and speaks to her. And she turns in the story, and it's, it's a powerful moment when she names God. She goes, you are the God who sees me. And I think that for each of us, there's something deep within us that longs for others to know our joys and our celebrations, to know our trials and our tribulations, and to share in them with us. I think that's why we share some of the stuff we do on Facebook and social media. We want others to know. We want them to share in our joy, and we want them to share in our pain too. And so I think that there is a part of us, that through social media longs to be seen or longs to be heard. The third thing is this, we need to watch our tongues. There's several times in scripture that warns us against controlling the tongue and how difficult it is and watching what we say. The Apostle James has some strong words. He says this, the tongue is a fire. The tongue sets the whole course of life on fire. It's a deadly poison. You know, a lot of what he's talking about there is is there's commands to be careful about our words and how we use them. We need to avoid using idle words. We need to avoid saying things just to say them. A lot of faith traditions restrict using names, especially of deities, in vain, and and it's it's the same with the Christian faith as well. It forbids using God's name in vain. And there's other parts and places in us where we just have to be careful of what we we say and what we put out there. So if social media is designed to connect us more to one another— And it does do this, though the quality might be debated. And if social media is designed to give everyone a voice, though we can debate whether some have a voice and whether others should have a voice, I think the question remains, is social media something that we ought to embrace? Or is it this maniacal monster that we ought to restrain or or even cut off or destroy? Well, I wanna offer one simple solution. I think we should look at the life and example of Jesus. You know, Jesus was a storyteller. He used the medium of the day. He used parables to communicate and convey the message of God's truth and love, about God's kingdom. And in all of this, Jesus didn't allow the medium to master him. No, he was the master of the medium. He was really careful with his words, he was appropriate with the timing, he understood the audience and the people that were listening. For me, there's no better example than Jesus that we might look to follow for ourselves when we consider navigating the difficult world of social media. And by reflecting and looking at Jesus's life, by learning and understanding the words and messages and how he conveyed them, we will better use the tools and the platforms of our day to communicate messages of truth and love, of hope and mercy and grace. Well, I hope you'll spend some time looking at Jesus's life and comparing how you communicate and interact with others today. This is Rev, coming to you from the Touchline.